0: Today's reading is taken from Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 to 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you'll find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them and he will send them and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, Thanks be to God.
1: Good morning. My name is David Day and I worship here at St Nick's. And welcome to my study, uh, which is tidier now than it's been at any time in the last 10 years. Today is Palm Sunday and that means seven days to Easter. And I expect we all have memories of what Palm Sunday should be like. My mind goes straight to children's services. The children play a major part. They're waving flags, banging drums, tooting trumpets, rattling saucepans, shaking maracas, anything that will make a joyful noise. And if you can't make a joyful noise, just make a noise. But a prime memory is the year when the whole congregation of St Nick's made palm crosses from scratch, following instructions from the front of one of the staff who shall be nameless. To be honest, there has never been such a shambles. Palm crosses are unbelievably tricky to make and, and they're just not intuitive. Uh, You have to fold them in a way that seems back to back. And most of us ended up with a handful of dry, shredded leaves. And that's when I understood why they're called Palm Crosses. Hmm. This Sunday, it all seems different. Last time I looked, there were three couples walking in around the market square, keeping two metres apart. It's like a ghost city. The zombies have risen from their graves. But there is one place where the coronavirus cannot get at us, where we can be relaxed. And that is the place of the imagination. It allows us to go anywhere and do anything. Let the pictures fill the mind. So I invite you this morning to come with me in your imagination to a different world, a world which knows nothing of COVID-19. Imagine Jesus riding into the city, imagine it as an onlooker, or more dangerously, imagine it as a participant. Jesus is about to ride into Jerusalem Except this time, the city is Durham, and the heart of it in the marketplace. we gathered up there by the A690 roundabout, near Heald We stopped at the traffic lights at the bottom of Jarsgate, they're on red. And there's the donkey, and Jesus gets on. Some people shout, three cheers for the King who comes in the name of the Lord. What will you do? Others are starting to shout now, here comes Jesus, the master. Uh, People are taking off their coats, although it's a bit nippy, and they are waving them. And some of them are putting down on the tarmac in front of the donkey, like a sort of red carpet. The lights change to green and we're on the move going forward now, across the roundabout, and curving round to the right, ready to take the left down into Claypath. By the doctor's surgery, you know it, you've been there many times. And that's the point at which the question hits you. Are you going on down into the town? Or are you sidling off towards the river? Whose side are you on? In your imagination, you can do what you like. What do you think you'd really do? Just imagine you suddenly get swept up in the moment. He is their king, king of the world, and and your king. You can say from the heart, I'm following him. Have you got something to wave? Some are waving scarves from Edinburgh Woolen Mill and some from Next and... Some of the scarves say Sunderland FC, others say Newcastle or Middlesbrough. And me, I just happen to have a Tottenham scarf, so I'm waving that. I'm not embarrassed, I'm just excited. Whose side am I on? I'm on the side of Jesus and glad to show it publicly. Is that what I do in real life? I hope so. Is that what you'd do? Off we go. Whatever you do, don't touch the donkey. They're jumpy and inclined to kick. Uh, and There is traffic building up behind us, but they can wait. We are passing pink and green and blue and magenta colored houses. In fact, all the colours of the Dulux colour card. Cheering, shouting, singing, praising God. We're going well. Are you happy with that? We go down to the corner of uh, Providence Row. We're just coming to Student Castle, so-called, and lots of them are up at their windows watching the procession. And on the other side, people have come out of the pub to gawp. They don't really know what to make of it. And here the children break out. You know how they mimic what their mums and dads say? Well, they've got hold of one of the songs that we were singing, and they're rocking. Some bystanders are indignant. It's disgraceful. It's all brainwashing. Tell these kids to stop singing. And Jesus says, absolutely unfazed. If I told them to be quiet, the paving stones would start to sing. We pass uh, Millennium Square and come to the road bridge. And what's, what's next? Oh yes, it's next. And so we enter the marketplace, pass next. And you notice different groups. A lot of them are sitting on the steps of the Londonderry statue, and they're eating their chips and they don't look very pleased. What do you lot want? Ought to make religion illegal. Shut the noise. We're trying to have a quiet lunch here. At the edge of the crowds, you notice some important looking people who seem to be taking notes and one man is taking photos of Jesus and his associates. You catch a snatch of what they're saying. I wonder if they have police permission for this procession. Get that donkey's number. Hey, Jesus, tell this lot to stop cheering and shouting and singing. Now, what do you do now? Are you embarrassed? Feeling awkward? It would be quite easy to slip away round the back of the statue. You could be down to the Swan and within half a minute. Stuff your scarf into your pocket, no one will notice. And you don't do that. You say, I don't care what people think or say. Jesus is my King and I'm not ashamed of him. So we're going to carry on singing, but it's not always easy to walk with Jesus when people are complaining and grumbling at us or thinking we are balmy. We need strength and courage. Jesus gets off the donkey and starts looking round the marketplace, people everywhere. Many, perhaps most, uh, are not excited and involved, but nor are they hostile and suspicious. They're just going about their business, sitting on the steps of the town hall, rushing into Tesco, hoping someone will put some small change in the cap that he's put on the pavement in front of him hurrying to join the queue to buy a lottery ticket in the post office. Another pops into Cafe Nero. Getting their eyes tested, totally lost in their mobile, buying magazines from WH Smith, getting money out of the cash point, going for coffee into St Nick's. So many people. Just like it was in Jerusalem. You turn and look at Jesus. Jesus. What's he making of all this? And you see tears running down his face. He weeps over people, because he sees them as they are, lost, worried, angry, confused, sad, desperate. He says, I could help you if you would only turn to me. But so many of them just turn aside, leave him there and go about their business. And that's when I realized something. It's great to walk with Jesus into the marketplace, singing God's praises and being known as a Christian. It's more difficult to stand with Jesus when people shout and grumble at him or turn their backs, but it's still the right thing to do. But this is what I learned. I must learn also to look at people the way Jesus looks at them, to see them with his eyes, and to long as he does that they would come to know him. All that, of course, was happening in our imaginations. The tricky bit is doing it in real life. Let's finish with a prayer. Heavenly Father, give us the faith and commitment to walk with Christ through all the changing scenes of life. Give us the courage and strength to stand with christ when people are hostile or indifferent and open our eyes to see the people we meet as christ sees them and to love them as he does in his name we ask this amen
0: Thank you for listening to the St. Nick's Durham podcast. If you would like to hear more sermons and teaching like this, then subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about St. Nick's, visit our website at stnicks.org.uk.